0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Duri douri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, nice. Let's
1: get ready to rumble. Salaam
0: and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport international and local boy what a show i have in store for you today Um, a lot happening actually in the sports world especially with the super cup in saudi arabia between real madrid and atletico madrid kicks off um a very very long and eventful match Uh, between the two giants in Spain. Some people disappointed Barcelona weren't there, but from my inside source, shout out to Ibrahim, who was there live watching the game, tells me the atmosphere was incredible. So that was one of the things I wanted to highlight. On the other side, Conor McGregor is back. He's back in the UFC mixed martial arts scene and he fights Donald Cerrone. We're going to be talking about that today. We're also going to be talking about how the resolutions are going and what's happening with your gut. Mental health, physical health. On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse
1: 95. Oh, he loves the fire! What
0: a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice shot. it sure is that time it's the halftime show with omar duri i'm your host covering everything sport international and local shout out to everyone who's tuned in on uh the instagram live Shout out to Coco, we've got Inji all the way from Egypt, we've got Murad here, we've got DJ Superfly, we've got a lot of people tuned in, thank you so much. We've got Maro from Oman as well, I cannot forget her. Thank you so much for tuning in guys, remember this show would be nothing without you. And if you do want to catch up on any of our shows, remember you can catch up on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, just type in The Halftime Show with Omar Aldouri and we are there. We've got some incredible guests talking about some wicked comments for mental health, Gut health, strength and conditioning, the way the brain works, nutrition—you name it, we have it. And today, actually talking about the total package. Conor McGregor is back. That's right, folks. He's been away for a while. There's been a lot of controversy, and he is back at UFC 246, which is a week from today. Um, what a what a character. I mean, we often talk about characters in in the sports world, and in you know when it comes to fitness and everything. This guy has fought so many different opponents he's gone over his weight and tried to fight nate diaz at 170 he fights donald Saron who's no chicken <laughs> when it comes down to the mixed martial arts scene and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to go about um, when we look at conor mcgregor's career he's very controversial very very controversial in uh, in the way he keeps himself and actually for someone that hasn't been in mixed martial arts as long as the I'm talking the Anderson Silvers, the BJ Penn's, the George St-Pierre's. He's still up there in terms of how much he's he's earned and also his net worth. So his net worth at the moment is $110 million. George St-Pierre was 30. Brock Lesnar was 28. BJ Penn was 22. And Anderson Silva was 18. And for someone, you know, that again like i said it doesn't appear to be he's been in there as long as everyone else but he has really represented and done great things for the sport but he's also brought a lot of controversy to that and that sometimes there are lines and barriers that we cannot cross he challenges donald sarone to um to a stand-up war he said first one to shoot a cow tech um for those that know, Donald serrone is an incredible kickboxer. Very, very good uh, with, his, with his feet. Very, very good with his kicks. But Conor McGregor has, you know, in terms of philosophy, in terms of, you know, um, the style that he has, has trained with people like Ido Portel, who is um, one of the animal flow experts uh, in movement and patterns and reaction. And one of the quotes I liked about Conor McGregor, he said, precision over power... Um, which, again, you know, probably has allowed him to get away with a lot when it comes down to his fighting skills against different weight classes. But what do you guys think? Text us on 4215 with the Salat or do or slide into our DMs at Instagram, Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio. And, and do you think Conor is time is done or is he about to make a remarkable comeback in twenty twenty? so far he's been let's say in the shadows of a lot of fighters masvidal uh, obviously up there john jones is never you know never away israel adesanya is another great great fighter but is conor mcgregor looking for something bigger on the same fight card that's the kind of attention he brings he's the main event and there's no title on the same fight card he's got holly Holm versus raquel pennington um, and alexei Oleinik. hopefully i said that right against maurice green so we got some big you know big fighters there anthony pettis will be there as well fighting carlos diego ferreira so there are a lot of people who are going to be on the card ufc 246 uh, but what do you guys think let us know shout out to Tarek, um, amna and who else we got if I can say that properly. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Coming up next, we are talking about Real Madrid against Atletico Madrid. The Super Cup was in Saudi Arabia yesterday. Some people waking up today and saying, like Murad, saying uh, he didn't even know it was on. Well, it was on and it took a full, full match to end up being decided and going to penalties. Um... But we're going to talk about that more straight after the break, so stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95.
1: You're listening to Pulse
0: 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire that. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike.
1: Oh, better than nice. Uh,
0: Salaam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duria. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Wow, okay. So the Super Cup final, the Spanish Super Cup final was on yesterday between Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid. How many of you watched that honestly? And when you did watch it, how many of you stayed up for that? Now, in what appeared to be quite a cagey game, Real Madrid won the, like the Super Cup after beating their rivals, Atletico 4-1 in a penalty shootout. Um, which was at the King Abdullah Sports City Stadium in Jeddah. Shout out to Saudi Arabia for that. I mean, now with all the events that's happening in Saudi, it's amazing to see we can attract the biggest clubs in the world to go down and actually play there. Um, Sergio Ramos netted the winning penalty after Carvajal, Rodrigo and Modric had all sent Oblak, who was outstanding throughout the game, the wrong way. Um, Zinedine Zidane's first piece of silverware since returning as manager... Uh, Of Real Madrid back in March. Is Real's 11th Super Cup win in total. Two fewer than Barcelona. Which is a record of 13. I'm sure Barca fans are loving that I said that. Um, But Zidane's won 9 out of 9 cup finals. And that's massive. In a a match that appeared to be very cagey. And very tactical. uh, Plenty, plenty of fouls. Plenty of stoppages of play think the total amount of fouls um, by Real Madrid was 19 uh, which and compared to Atletico Madrid which is 23 but you expect that with Diego Simeone's team very pragmatic in his approach very successful as well you know you've got to also realize that he's been competing with Barcelona and Real Madrid for a long time so there has to be uh, a, a lot of credit given to him uh, for that but when I look at this game for, for the enthusiast Probably for the neutral, it might appear as boring. But for the football fans, what a match. For somebody that's nil-nil to go through 120 minutes before... The key moment, in my opinion, was um, Valverde's red card in the 115th minute, which uh, Morata was through on goal. And what's ironic about this is for someone like Diego Simeone who's been master of the dark arts as we call it in uh, in sport or in football for being quite controversial himself will do anything he can to win while Valverde was shown the red card and walking off the pitch a little tap on the head by Diego Simeone saying you know what I would have done exactly the same thing in what we call a professional foul um, very very cagey performance but you know what guess who got man of the match Valverde so the dark arts does exist in football, in sport. And someone who took one for the team definitely um, ended up saving a lifeline for them to go to penalties. Um, looking at the lineups, you know, you had your your solid back line of Sergio Ramos and Varane, Mendy and Carvajal. But you see, for me, again, I, I have to go back to Diego Simeone. You know, he's managed to compete losing arguably his best player in Griezmann. Uh, he's managed to compete year in, year out. And uh, I thought Thomas Partey, shout out to Ghana, was outstanding as well. Uh, Kieran Trippier from England was playing at right back. And I'm sure the Saudi Arabian fans were entertained by seeing the biggest stars. Again, like I said, it was a chess match. The possession was about even, 54% to 46 And looking at that, there was a lot of back and forward a lot of stoppages the referee this is why I cannot be a referee the referee had a very very uh, good game but a very tough game managing huge characters and personalities Um, so again I was very impressed with the way he handled it he really stood up to all of the players and managed to get through it well Um, Zidane can we talk about Zidane has he proved himself as a tactical uh, coach or manager you gotta say, you know, for those that criticize him, it's another one. He's done it, and he's done it convincingly as well. Um, in 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 reaching the final for one, and then also beating Atletico Madrid, who are very one of the toughest teams to break down in the world, and actually beat Barcelona uh, in the semi-final. So it tells us a lot. I also want to shout out the fact that now Saudi Arabia, the UAE. We're able to hold and host huge matches like these. Um, it's great to see. It means definitely the the countries are evolving in their sports events and in their spectacle as well for the neutral crowd. The atmosphere was incredible. Shout out to Ibrahim, who was there, and uh, sent me a lot of images and pictures and said it was electric, which I'm really happy to hear because sometimes... You go to stadiums and it's kind of a letdown. You know, the atmosphere isn't right. The energy isn't isn't good. But for 120 minutes, the fans were loud and it was a great game to watch. So shout out to everyone who was there. And long may it continue because I want to hear a lot more when it comes to these things about you guys. If anyone was there, text us on 4215 Ittasalat or do or slide into the DMs on Instagram at Duri or Pulse95 Radio and tell me... What was it like? Um, is it what you expected despite some of the big guns not being there as usual? Coming up more, we've got the fitness, health, the gut, sports performance, and harmful and good foods for you. On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95.
1: You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he love- left this is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice!
0: It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. We're talking about some interesting things now when it comes to gut health, mental health and what's happening in 2020 with the trends going crazy. And if I can get a word in, I might even treat you with uh, one of my favorite guests Uh, Hani Balqis. Hani, welcome to the show.
1: Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, my man. And uh, shout out to everyone who's tuning in on the Instagram live, Rania, Moza, and everyone else all around the world who's connected with us. And you came at the right time because we are talking about 2020 and what's happening in 2020. And recently, I did did something on YouTube with uh, Grant Goes um, regarding mental health. So check it out. Very, very interesting. And it's also coming up with... uh, with the book that i've just released called reset which covers a lot of uh segments on mental health physical health the five dominoes the five dominoes that's right my guy um a lot of things on that so guys make sure you tune into that um honey plant-based living
1: Mm vegetarian diet uh
0: yeah yeah more more the fact that you know when it comes down to plant-based more and more people are discovering the amazing benefits of you know plant-based living and with the global environment movement let's say vegan vegetarian overall Mm. just plant-based is bound to be one of the biggest wellness trends in 2020 can you see yourself i know you like your your protein can you see yourself without any meat
1: well, gonna uh, see a lot of people uh, nowadays, especially in the fitness industry, we have Nate Diaz, who is a UFC fighter champion. He is a lightweight featherweight champion. He's right. been. And uh, he is on a plant-based diet since the beginning of time. Right. And he has that energy and momentum to go out and knock people out. And a lot of bodybuilders, I don't know if they're doing it for the gimmick or not, mm-hmm. but on Instagram, I've seen a lot of bodybuilders, Amar, uh, using plant-based diets and they're building muscle. But how viable, how, how viable is it uh, to build muscle from plants? Now, I'm not an expert in, uh, in this nutrition type of things, so I don't know. So I'm asking you, Amar, because right. you are the fitness enthusiast and expert. Can we build muscle from plants? Absolutely. And when you do
0: focus on the plant base, now, I'm sure you ref- have you seen the Game Changers? Yes. Right. So on Netflix, there was a documentary called The Game Changers, which took a lot of things. One of the things I liked about how they highlighted it is the animals that we actually eat eat plants, mm. so the main source of protein comes from the plants, which is fed to the animals, and the animals are then, you know, digesting it, and then we're eating those animals. Mm. So the sense of protein you can get from, um, you know, the uh, the, the plant-based diets. However, um, I don't, and I did this. Uh, I did this talk with uh, James Hackle and uh, Chloe as well at the Sharjah festival and one of the things I, I moderated is I asked them what they thought about it when it comes to someone saying you have to do mm. something or there's only one opinion normally that's when you know the intention of that documentary or statement is for that purpose mm. I don't think it, su- it fits all sizes I think some people are different mm. like you might not used to you might not be I used would to that I was feel drained
1: of, out of energy
0: but one thing I would say is and some, from, from a lot of clients that I've spoken to and, uh, and I've worked with the reduction of inflammation And the recovery Uh, is far better.
1: I I mean, that's what I'm doing with intermittent fasting, Right. Inflammation is going down. But uh, I believe us humans are carnivores. We like to eat meat. Mm -hmm. So is it healthier in a way because we've become into a day and age where we don't have to hunt for our food. So we're having all these processed food. Is it because the food is uh, processed by big companies that it's not, I quote, healthier or is it just in general, meat is not, or or, or or any meat is not healthy for us? I think
0: also when it comes to grass-fed, when it comes to coming locally sourced, mm. when it comes from the farms, those are kind of your best bet. Because by the time it gets to you, you got to think of what condition it's in, how long it's been out, and also how it's been looked after. Because mm. again, that's the problem with we don't know the process till it gets to our exactly. plate so on that side i definitely agree with you on what you're saying however i do like switching it up every now and then i i also you know do appreciate my protein and and, and love meat and everything mm. however i can understand how when you've got a set goal and you want to kind of try something different you know um the other day i was listening to something and uh One of the most interesting things, and you talked about intermittent fasting yourself, Mm. is breakfast, right? So a lot of people say... I don't believe in breakfast. Uh, Well, see, this is the thing. A lot of people say breakfast is the most important meal. Breakfast is called breakfast because your body is fasting and you have to break your Fast. fast. So it doesn't matter what time you start your breakfast...
1: If you're intermittent fasting, your first meal is your breakfast. My first meal, Omar, is in about an hour and thirty minutes. And what are you gonna have? I'm doing. I'm actually going to have some salmon and some rice, Omar. Nice. I like and, that. Yeah. I mean, I do the warrior. They call it the warrior fast, which is twenty by four. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Twenty hour fast, four hour open window. And uh, see, with, with with fitness in general, I believe, and Omar, you could probably back me up on this, that you have to play with your body, know what your body adapts to the most. And uh, I believe for me to lose weight and to gain lean muscle. Mm-hmm. It is intermittent fasting is the key. See,
0: that's exactly what I'm talking about. With intermittent fasting, whether it's, you know, the uh, your window is 16-8?
1: Or uh, 20 by 4, 16-8 uh, on the weekends, right. but 20 by 4 because I'm at work and I don't have time to eat.
0: Right, and just for those that are listening, all the half-timers out there, can you tell us more about the 20 by 4 that you do and how, how you've hydrated throughout the 20 to get to the 4?
1: All right, so... T- I started off with the 16 by 8. Umar, uh, nothing serious. Uh, drink, I can drink water, drink black coffee, mm-hmm. but nothing that raises my insulin. Right. So as soon as my insulin uh, goes up, I believe I break the fasting state. Right. So I have nothing in my body, and I start off for a good week and a half with the 16 by 8 diet. And after that, Omar, you kind of get used to it. Because when you say 16, oh 16 hours fast, mm-hmm. but out of those 16 hours, I'm on, you're sleeping for nine, eight hours. Right. And by the time you get up, you're jumping in your car, you're commuting to work. Oh, look, I got four hours left. You finish some files, send some emails, two hours left. Do a couple of things from there and that. That's one hour left. I go the extra mile by doing 20 by four just because I'm used to it now. Right. I can, I've done 22 by two hours. I've done a full day fast, i right. on, just because I, my body is used to it and I feel more energetic. It's kind of like the keto diet, Omar. Right. Because I'm telling you things that you already know, obviously. <laughs> no, I want to hear it. I I'm telling you it. things that you obviously, obviously know. It's kind of like the keto diet, Omar. You make your body go into the ketogenesis phase, uh-huh. right? I'm making my body dig into my fat for energy. And gonna all throughout the day, I feel energized. Good. But the moment I eat, obviously, my insulin goes up. I do get a little bit lazy. Yeah, yeah. Right? So 20 by 4, I, have, I restrict myself to around 1,500 calories uh-huh. because that is the... Optimum time where I burn mm-hmm. 1,500 calories is my max, and I've been losing, Omar, let's say three, four kilos every two weeks, and I don't feel like I'm on a diet one bit. See, yeah, and I have to say, it's
0: actually showing because with these results, sometimes they could fluctuate. But for you, my man, you've kept it, you've kept it quite nice and lean at the moment. You're looking you. good, my man, Thank honey. You. I appreciate you for being here. Coming up next, guys, we answer your questions, give you a couple of cheeky shouts, and tell you what's coming up this week on the only place to be at three: the halftime show on Pulse 95.
1: 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice!
0: Salam and welcome to the halftime show. I can't believe we're almost done with the show already. And for those that are just tuning in, we spoke about mixed martial arts today, Conor McGregor's comeback at 246 UFC this week, end of the week actually. Uh, we also spoke about the Super Cup between Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid. And on the last segment, we got a lot of people obviously sending their comments in. Um, through uh, through the Instagram live and through our, our messaging services here. Uh, when we spoke about fitness, the 2020 what to look out for uh, and what's working and what's not at the moment for you guys. Uh, shout out to Huda, who's tuning in also on the Instagram live and uh, the whole family. Including her younger sister, Kat who's no longer, uh, you know, the, the young one or the small one of the family. Um, a great athletic family who are involved in sports and actually represented the national team as well. So shout out to you guys who are tuned in. Um, we've got one question coming in and that is uh, after, hold on, let's get there. After writing your book, Reset, what's next? Uh, what's next? It's to be able to uh, enjoy the process. I think that's something that often we get carried away with. Once you do one thing, you jump into something else straight away. I think it's raising awareness. You know, um, I spoke on a on a podcast with uh, with Grant goes on YouTube just a couple of days ago, and we highlighted you know just raising awareness for mental health, mental fitness, and the purpose of the book is to just kind of help the reader identify with a few things. Uh, I use dominoes instead of chapters because I believe that in order to have something sustainable and to have longevity, you need to be able to get a lifestyle of events. And through that, there's five dominoes that, you know, you try and perfect or identify and by doing so, you can then, um, you know, get that balance for you. You know, we all have our own responsibilities. We all have our own um you know work commitments, family commitments, you know, pressures. This is a nice light read which will help you kind of identify that. And that's that's one of the things. But text us on 4215 at Slato do, and let me know what it is that you guys are facing at 2020. It's been a big year uh in 2019 and now 2020 is just around the corner. Shout out to Mikey as well, who's had his own transformation um in gaining results. Uh, and lost a lot of weight as well, which is which is really nice to see when you see good people um, doing good things. But guys, we are reaching full time on the Halftime Show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday, 3 to 4 on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Salam.